This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Hello guys, welcome back to Drink More Water. I'm Riley. And I'm Sophie. And that was stunning. (laughs) And I'm proud of us for that. A little bit of pre-planning in that intro, but I think we can, that's something we can run with and stick with. I think so too. Consistency. Did that feel good for everyone listening? I hope so. Let us know. Let us know. Pop us and check your review. Yeah, but we're back. We're back. We're happy to be here. Did we record last week? No, we had a week off. It always feels like forever ago. Yep. Since our last recording, but we're back. Yeah, we're feeling Mm. good. Keen for this episode. I feel like we have a lot of feelings to unpack. Mm. And we're just, we're in a bit of a mood. I know we do say that a lot, but there's something about getting us in the studio, putting our headsets on that just kind of gets us going. It brings out something in you. And just so everyone knows, when you have these headsets on that we have on, it's like listening to your own podcast in real time. Yes. So, so you just feel like a bit a weird. You do. Yeah. It just, yeah. <laughs> and we have a special guest today, not on the podcast with us, but she is to the left of us, Miss Georgia Richards. <laughs> Miss Georgia Richards, applause, please. <laughs> so we're even a better mood. Like, yeah. you know, the mood is even higher than it usually is. It is, because she's just chilling there, being her beautiful self. Yeah, vibes are high. And I mean, there's a lot to go through. And today we sort of had a rough idea of what we wanted this podcast to be, but a few things have come up in the last week and we just think we need to catch up. We do. Yeah, there's a bit to go through. Mm-hmm. Lessons have been learned. Things yes. have happened, yes. but we'll get to that. So, so please take it away. Highs and lows. Okay, highs and lows. I'm very excited because the last week has been epic. It's been wild. There's been... Just a lot of highs, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the past week, it was the Gymshark After Dark event on the Gold Coast. And we were all there, us three. We were. Little power puffs going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was honestly amazing. It was the mm-hmm. first kind of event that I've had like that. And mm. just being around such inspiring people. And I don't know, just the whole thing did, didn't feel like reality the entire time. Yeah. And I mean, I've definitely spoke about this with both of the girls, but... Mm. The imposter syndrome. I find it very hard to say that hard. I mean, <laughs> I find it very hard to say that fast. That would be... We got there and that's all that matters. We got there. We really did. Um, I find it hard to say Like, please try and say that hard for me. Fast? <laughs> and I thought I was one with a speech impediment. Oh. Okay, please try and say that three times. Imposter fast. syndrome, imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome. Okay, well, no one likes it all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to my point, I did feel a little bit of imposter syndrome while being away. Yeah, it's Talk just to me about that. well, it's just a very weird feeling to be mm. in an event and be like this. I don't know. I just feel like I have grown up seeing people on social media and seeing people do Mm. things and being like oh like that's cool that's epic but when you're actually doing it it just feels like wait why am I here like what did I do differently so I'm standing up here do you know what I mean like it was it was really weird I felt that on a whole nother level just so I wouldn't even call it imposter syndrome in terms of what I felt but just felt so almost out of body to be in a room with all of these people that are so influential and I'm like Oh, like why yes. why me why am I here how did this even happen yeah 
It's crazy. It no, honestly it really is crazy. Is. Yeah. But it was a it was a huge four days. We were just kind of like go, go, go most of the time. Mm. And it was amazing. We met so many great people, did so many incredible things, the actual event. So basically there was like two nights of the event. There was the first night which was, I suppose, like the influencer event when like mm-hmm. all the people who do social media came and that was honestly such a great night. I just loved like yeah. spending time with friends and just kind of like going hard together. Like it was so good. Um, going hard on like green juice and pre-workout and, and a spin class. class. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, can we just like preface what that is? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely sending it on the spin cycle class. Yeah, that was such – the spin class was crack up. Like yes, so, it was. so funny. Especially when my seat broke. Yeah, your seat broke. Did you see that? That was pretty funny. So yeah. Soph was just to the right in front of me. Yeah. And I felt like I just watched you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> see, I – because I, I was at the front, so I didn't see anyone in front of me yeah. other than the instructor and then who I was next to. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I look so much cooler than I actually look. <laughs> no, <laughs> you looked cool, but you were just having an absolute crap. Oh, I, I was it. sending it. You were. It I was so funny. It. And you were so happy the whole time. I really was. Me happy. I loved it. Anyway, so that was really great. That went to like 11 p.m. And then we kind of like stayed up and rather stayed in my room for that night too. So we were just kind of like unpacking the whole night together, which was incredible. And then the following night was the Gymshark community event. So Mm -hmm. basically people who shop through Gymshark and are really being supporters of the brand um, came along to that, which was just Mm -hmm. amazing. And I don't know, I've never in my life done anything like that before. I haven't even spoken to you about that night. So how was that? It was crazy. Yeah. Like it was so wild. We all pulled up in like a little shuttle bus, like the, I suppose, athletes. And Mm -hmm. we walked in and um, one of our friends who like was running it came up to us and was like, all right, guys, like you're really going to need to bring the energy. Like we need this to be like pumped up and I was so did you get there when everyone was already there there. oh yeah so cool yeah yeah so we were like oh I remember just like looking back to everyone we're like oh my god I'm so nervous like half of the athletes had like done stuff like this so many times so they're like oh chill and then the other half us were like we've never hello imposter syndrome I'm coming (laughs) so we like ran in but it was honestly so so much fun like I loved it going around to everyone and just like getting to know people it looked epic yeah it was so so good good. and we were we didn't actually do the spin class the second night we just were hyping everyone up so we were running around like getting on stage which is like an incredible job to have. So incredible. Yeah. Like I was running around being like, how is this my job? Like it felt just wild. And then the yeah. next morning, so after that event, we got up at like, I honestly think I had like three hours sleep because mm. I was so high from that event. And then yeah. waking up at like 4.50 or something. Then we did the mega run, which... Yeah, I mean, I know a bit about this, but please explain. Yes. Mm-hmm. So was it last week's episode where I was saying like, I really want to do a mega run? Yes. I think it was. Well, you were saying that you were had you had one coming I up and run. you were a bit nervous. Yes. So, so talk us through it. Look, we've done it now. <laughs> yeah. I did five kilometers. Mm-hmm. Which Proud. Like, I think that's a good start for someone who yeah. doesn't, who hasn't run a 5K in probably seven years. Um, but it was, oh, like, to be honest, it was fucked. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I hated every second and minute of it. Struggled mm. so much. But when I finished it, I was like, stunning. Like, yeah. I want to take up running now. The old runner's high. So oh, that's our latest topic of the day. It really is yeah i love mm. to hate it and i hate to love it well that's the thing and it's just so tough but you want to do it again yeah weird very weird but yeah. after that we kind of like checked out came home and i was wrecked like truly mentally and physically wrecked mm. and i suppose this it's not really like a low low but I, i'm gonna describe this as my low this week yeah. it just kind of carried into like 
two, three days of just feeling like I'd been hit by a truck. Like I think cause it was just go, 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 not that much sleep. Cause I was just like, my adrenaline was just like pumping for four days straight yeah. and, and late nights as well. Late nights yeah. training. Like I just got home and it was almost like, you know, when you're away somewhere and your adrenaline's high pumping, you're so excited and you get home and your body's finally like, Oh, I can relax. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like that hit, like, oh. Mm-hmm. And so Monday, I just, I kept trying to like, okay, like let's get up and do something. Yeah. And I just felt awful the entire day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also honored that. And I was just like, no, like I don't yeah. need to be super productive today. I can just take a day to rest. Yeah. Um, but I really do feel like it's just kind of carried on throughout the week, which is fine. Yeah. But it was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was truly like, I almost, I'm going to need a couple more, week, more weeks to process it. And then I'll be able to like, actually unpack the, yeah, the whole articulate what, yeah. what came up and it was I can't even imagine really how you know you and Georgia felt because I was so tired after the one night that I came down like I got home and I just crashed yeah right. I was so wrecked and I'm thinking oh my god how would you even feel after four days it's just yeah. it's crazy and it's a lot yeah like physically mentally emotionally there's so many people around your meet, meeting sorry so many different people mm-hmm. um but yeah such an amazing experience and one yeah, of the awesome. um parts of the events too was breath work and I also mm-hmm. feel like that for a lot of people brought up a lot of things which mm-hmm. don't want to preface too much but we might be having some yes some certain people and maybe next episode next episode talking about this See what situation. <laughs> um but yeah no that also brought up a lot of things for people who had never done kind of stuff like that before yeah. so yeah. that was also huge and we just had a lot of emotions and I mm-hmm. think getting back from anything that's just brought up a lot and yeah. being really transformative in that way is just a lot to kind of process yeah and you have to give yourself that space and time to do that and it's yeah yeah it's crazy but it was it was was bizarre like yeah and even seeing certain people in your inbox I don't know yeah it's just bizarre well it is a very interesting feeling following people online for years Mm. and then meeting them becoming friends with them and then you're like just chatting every day and you're like wow like yeah and meeting people and you both know each other's lives but you don't know each other. Yes. It's, yeah, so it's like, crazy. Oh, like, how's the dog? And like, you're like, whoa, we've never actually yeah, talked it's like, before. like, how's the house? Yeah. <laughs> that, I've actually, hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. bizarre. But such a cool experience. And I love that for you. I feel like overall, 10 out of 10 week. 10 out of 10 week. Yep. Yeah. It's been great. Love that. How about you? Love that. Highs and lows. Kick us <laughs> off. <laughs> Where does one begin <laughs> with the week that I've had? No. Okay, so let's start with the high. So I would have – look, you know what? Let's start with the low because I don't know. I feel like the high comes from the low. Okay, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, the low was that on last Tuesday morning it would have been, I woke up and my Instagram account was hacked. I've talked about this to death, so I feel like this is like my final – this is my final time and then I'm done. Yeah. So, yeah, my Instagram account was hacked and – Originally, I just received an email from someone and I typically wake up pretty early. It's like 4.35 o'clock and I always have my phone on airplane mode, but I check my emails. I don't know why, but I always check my emails and not socials for an hour or two after that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm going through my emails, clearing them. I think it's just a, I like to just have them clear, you know yeah. what I'm dealing with for the day. Yeah. And I see this email that I've been hacked from this person. Shout out to that person. And um, I went onto my Instagram and I'm like, oh, that's a bit strange my app itself wouldn't open and I was like, okay, I really have been hacked. And then I, one thing that I did, which I found really interesting in, in terms of how much growth I've been through in the last 12 months, I said to myself in that moment, cause I was meeting a friend down the beach, this is not going to change my week. 
I'm like, keep doing what you're doing. Go to the beach right now. Don't mm-hmm. sit at home at five o'clock in the morning trying to retrieve this account or freaking out. Like, go and do your thing mm-hmm. and have your normal day. Yeah. Because this can't dictate your entire mood and your entire, you know, life moving forward for the next week. Mm-hmm. So did that. I logged in on her um, phone and it came back on my phone. But then when I was in the account, everything was deactivated, disabled. I don't know, call it what you want. And I couldn't change any of the settings. So I was sort of like, okay, I'm like a bit stuck here. Emotion-wise, for the first three days, it was, yeah, the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I was very masculine in my approach. I was, like, doing all of the things and sending all of the emails and, like, doing all the back-end stuff that I thought I could do to get the account back. And because I was taking action, I felt pretty good in that. Mm, Like, you were doing something. Yeah, yeah. And I – I'll get into why this is also ironic in a second, but – doing the masculine, doing all the things, felt good about it. Around 12 o'clock every day, I don't know why 12, I would shed like a single tear of sadness myself. Like I'm talking a tear. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. Like this sucks, but it's okay. Like it's all good. Um, and yeah, like life-wise, client-wise, loved my week. Had mm-hmm. an amazing week, but that was sort of going on in the background. Come Friday morning, I decided on Thursday night, I think what will feel best for me right now in terms of taking action, again, masculine, I was like, okay, let's just start a new account because I still want to connect with you know you guys and I still want to be on socials and I love that space and I love my clients, love all, you know, I wanted to take action in that sense. So I did that, felt good about it, woke up Friday morning and I knew from the instant I woke up, I was angry, like really, really angry. And I could just feel that in me, but I'm like, typical rally I'm like let's just suppress that a little bit and like just go run or something <laughs> so I was meeting my other two friends for a run when we were running I just felt so sad so angry so frustrated I feel like everything that I should have felt day one I was feeling day four mm. and I ran so fast like so so fast and it just oh the whole thing was so interesting and at the end of my run I just felt like bursting into tears but I was sort of like no like let's keep suppressing. You're fine. You're fine. When I had coffee, went home, sat on the ground and just bawled my eyes out for like two hours. And I was angry. I was angry. I was sad. I was hurt. I felt in a way violated. Like I know it can sound really superficial. And I think for the entire week I was judging myself for when I had moments of feeling sad. Cause I'm like, Riley, this is a superficial thing. It's an Instagram account. You're not allowed to feel that way about that. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like that was so present for me the entire week. So when it came to that point where it was almost like I couldn't suppress anymore and like that run and everything, I was just so angry. It all came out. I was like, oh my goodness, what does this mean about you? And that was a really strange moment for me to sit back and be like, okay, so if you are genuinely sad about this, what are you going to make that mean about yourself? And for the whole week I was judging myself for that being like, that's that makes you selfish, that makes you inward focused, that makes you vain that makes you whatever and I didn't want to attach so much meaning to an account like that but I think the biggest piece in losing that account for me was not necessarily the followers like I I love and respect that community so yeah I'm upset about that but to think that you know that's my business account for one if it was my personal probably would feel a lot different but that's my business account so from the day that I left school and start started that business to now it's documented my entire journey, every program, every client, mm. every story, every experience, every turning point. Every win you had. Every like, win. Everything every was documented. Yeah. yeah. And when that is just gone, it's so bizarre. I can't imagine how that mm. feels. 
you kind of can't really explain it. And I think you always think about it like, oh, that would be pretty shitty if that happened. Mm. But until it happens, I was like, wow, that's that's a huge part of my business taken from me overnight and that feels shitty. Mm-hmm. And it was actually mum who said to me, um, you know, like my dad's a tradie and tea's a and whatnot. Mum's like, imagine if, you know, dad's car was stolen, dad's trailer was stolen and like all his tools were taken and everything that he uses to run a business was gone overnight. Mm. That feels shit and that's what's happened to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, makes so much I sense. almost needed something tangible in real life and existing to make me realize, realize that it. that is a big part of my business. And I'm actually allowed to feel really sad, mm-hmm. angry, frustrated, violated for that happening to me. Mm-hmm. And the whole time, the whole time, like when it happened on the Tuesday, the timing was too, it, it wasn't a coincidence put it that way I think for a long time I've been feeling a certain way about the way that I was showing up things that were present for me I was feeling a little bit of resentment towards social media I was feeling conflicted with the way that I was showing up on a podcast and YouTube and Instagram and being probably hypercritical of myself in that sense and almost at a crossroads of like okay what are you going to do moving forward to move more into alignment with actually who you are and what you want to be um, in that space, being your true self. And I had a big call with my coach on the Monday night. We went through so much stuff around like that exact piece. Just before you got hacked. Yeah. Mm. And the podcast that came out last week, which I recorded a week before, you know, it came out on the Monday. I was talking a lot around social media and different things like that. And my intentions to 2022 yeah. that came out on the Monday. I had that conversation with my coach. I woke up to an Instagram account being gone. Mm. It just wasn't a coincidence. Yeah. And I do believe like divine timing, there's a reason for everything. So I quickly sort of switched my mindset and I think I was like, you know what? There is a really beautiful lesson in this and I have to learn it. And I couldn't help I was telling a friend about this. Think about the movie Freaky Friday. Yeah. And I'd watched it like maybe three or four weeks prior. And I said to myself, this is literally Freaky Friday in the sense that until I learn the lesson that I need to learn from this experience, I'm not getting that account back. Mm. Just like until they learned the lesson, they weren't swapping back. Wow, I love that. Yeah. And I kept thinking it all week. And yeah. I'm like, why am I thinking about the movie Freaky Friday? Like, shout <laughs> out to Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> but I was just like, yeah, no, there's there's a lesson in this. And until I learn it, until I accept it, until I move through the emotion, I'm not going to, to have that back. Mm. And going on the Friday, actually, I know this is going on so sorry, guys, if this is really boring. No, tell us. <laughs> um, going on the Friday, finally feeling like the depths of that emotion – the relief that I felt after that point was crazy. I couldn't have cared less about that account now. Mm. And I don't. Mm. It's now, what, five days after that point. It's Wednesday now. If I get the account back, amazing. Of mm. course, amazing. But if I don't, I now know what that means for me. And I think two things I've definitely taken away is perspective and how much your perspective can shift and and essentially you give meaning to everything that happens to you in your life and everything that you experience. And two oh I I feel like this is like kind of hard to articulate but I needed to understand things about myself and in terms of even like suppressing emotion I'm like okay so how does how do I deal with things and I very quickly learned that I don't want to confront what I feel Mm. head on how can I avoid I'm going to go for a run I'm going to go train really hard because if I cause myself pain physically and I don't mean physically physically just like if I push myself Mm. in a leg press if I run faster I'm able to 
solely think on on that in that moment and my body can only focus on what I'm feeling there and suppress what I'm actually feeling emotionally. Mm-hmm. So I would rather feel physical pain than emotional pain. Mm. And that was really like big for me because I was like, right. Having that realisation. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's actually been kind of amazing. Yeah. And as much as it sucks, it's – like you get to choose how you deal with things. You get to choose how you react and you actually get to choose the outcome of situations. Mm-hmm. You can choose to be a victim. You can choose to, you know, learn something from it. And I feel like it's just given me a really good opportunity to be like, okay, what does this mean for you? Mm. What are you going to make this mean? What are you going to make out of it? And like I said to you, when life gives you lemons. Make some lemonade. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so interesting how... <clears throat> this whole situation has brought those lessons to you Mm. more so than anything. Like, yeah, it was an Instagram account that's been lost or been hacked. Yeah. It will be back. Maybe. Yeah. Um, Manifesting. Yeah. But the things that have come with that are like priceless. The lessons that you've learned. And it's very interesting as well, what you were saying about like perspective, because I was actually listening to a podcast um, I think this guy wrote a book called like the happiest man alive. Like that's how he's going to read that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't actually read the book, but I was just listening to a podcast of him and I'm pretty sure like I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure I haven't like gotten that into the podcast, mm. but he lost his son. Mm. Arguably one of the worst things to happen. Yeah. And he calls himself the happiest man alive. Mm. And just the things he was saying about like how we, we choose how we react and how we feel in every situation. And so we, you could have had that happen and been so angry, treated yourself badly, treated other people around you badly, like so frustrated and angry. But the fact that you've chosen to feel this way and it's hard to be like, oh no, I'm actually going to flip that and choose to feel this way about it. Mm. But I don't know. I just feel like perspective on in that kind of sense can just... I suppose like then go into the rest of your life because then if something else happens that you feel like you've lost control about and you've taught yourself to feel those certain things, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like things just won't hit you as hard. I completely agree and I reckon a key piece in what you just said is it is hard and it is hard to choose a different perspective. It's hard to choose a different set of beliefs and it's hard to choose a different outcome for yourself. But being in victim mentality essentially gets you nowhere. Mm. And the impact that it has on me personally, like you said, if I choose to be that way, ruins my entire week, ruins, you know, dynamics with clients, ruins relationships in my life. Even if it's temporary, it has a really negative impact. And ultimately, like law of attraction, what level of frequency that you're vibrating at is what you're going to attract back. So if I'm being negative, sad, down, frustrated, angry all week long... That is what I'm going to attract back. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to feel that. I don't want to lean into that emotion. So I want to choose differently in that situation. At times, do I emphasize that too much and avoid? Yes. So that's Mm -hmm. a fine line where I have to realize where I'm avoiding and where I'm actually choosing a better path for myself, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But I think it's just really important to be aware of your response in those situations and choose the hard thing and, and choose to, to make a better outcome for yourself because you do have so much control. There's a lot more in our lives we can control than can't control. Mm -hmm. And I think we spend way too much time trying to control the uncontrollable. Mm. And that's where we get stuck. Yeah. Talking on that too, just like taking a bit of a break or even just like taking a step back from social media. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've definitely kind of been trying to put a bit of that into my last Mm. week. And even that has, has been quite transformative, quite just like, I don't know, like a strange feeling to go through. 
being someone, and I'm sure a lot of us listening are around the same age, who has basically grown up with social media. Like I remember getting Instagram mm-hmm. when I was like 11 Early years teens, old, 12 years yeah. old. Yeah. yeah. We were like the first job. Yeah. So like our massive like growth through our teenage years and puberty was with social media always kind of on the side. Mm-hmm. And I think that especially growing up and still having that and even it being such a massive part of my job, you just become so reliant on it. And I find, you know, I'll be in the gym and I'll be like in between sets, pick up my phone, open Instagram. Couldn't tell you why I got there, how I got there, why I'm there. Like I didn't have any sort of direction, but I'm just doing it. It's so autonomous now. Yes. Yeah. Or I'll just sit down. I'm watching something on the TV, sit down, open Instagram. Like why did I do that? I had no reason to. Mm-hmm. And um, both Georgia and Riley have – been saying that they've just been like taking a huge step back obviously Riley with mm. losing the account and not even <laughs> having it for like a day or two yeah um someone forced the hand to someone, me there <laughs> someone made it happen there. <laughs> yeah. um but I've set like time limits now um mm. and I found myself like always pressing the kind of like remind me 15 remind me 15 or like avoid time limit for day or whatever yeah. it is yeah. but I've actually been like sticking to it and knowing that I'm not spending more than like an hour and a half or two hours on social media in an entire day makes me feel really good because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I've gotten a solid like 14 yeah. or 12 hours of my day not consumed by my mm-hmm. phone. And then I was thinking more about this and, you know, even TikTok and Instagram as well too. Like we sit there and consume so much content just by a scroll. Yeah. Scrolls, like we're just constantly consuming and it's just overstimulating mm-hmm. ourselves. And then we wonder why we can't like actually think about things or we wonder why we can't sleep or mm-hmm. I don't know so many areas and I'm just like wow it's so nice to turn it off and not be consuming so many other people's lives and actually yeah. just thinking about my own 100% and when you talk on perspective I feel like a huge shift to make is just taking a step back I always think about perspective or situations that I'm in that are upsetting me or are confronting or vulnerable whatever and I think about it like an object so I might grab something and this is a bit strange <laughs> to say but I'll grab something like a pen or whatever's in front of me and I'll hold it really close to my face like I'm talking touching my nose mm. and I'm like what does this object look like to me right now I can't make out really what it is. Mm-hmm. Is it a piece of plastic? Is it a laptop? Is it a cup? What is this object, right? It's right in front of my face. I put it on a table, stand back. What is it? It's a cup, right? Mm-hmm. It's a laptop. It's a pen. Perspective. If you're looking at something too closely, you actually can't make out mm-hmm. what what the thing is, mm-hmm. what that actually means, what that looks like, what that feels like, what's around it. Yeah. So if you're looking at something too closely, chances are you've got tunnel vision and it's all you can see. Mm-hmm. And I know a huge thing is perception and perception is obviously beliefs. And I feel like we talk quite a bit about belief systems and programming and how your programming and your belief systems impact you so much in your life. And it's definitely the driving force of everything that you do in your external, um, you know, reality. But when you can understand that your perception is a byproduct of your beliefs and your perception is essentially your belief system. So the way that everyone views the world is through their own lens, which is their perception. Mm -hmm. So what I have to be, you know, in this example, what I have to be really aware of is, okay, this thing has happened to me. What do I make this mean about me? What do I perceive in this situation? Do I think this means that I'm not worthy of being a good coach do I think that I'm not enough now that I don't have the following mm-hmm. do I think what what comes up for me mm-hmm. and I need to understand I need to actually analyze I need to go there and for me I was like okay what does this mean about me what am I going to give 
this meaning, mm-hmm. right? Because we essentially have control over everything in our lives in the sense that when you can understand the concept that you give meaning to everything that happens to you, you have a lot more control over things like I mentioned. So in this situation, I was like, I'm going to choose to make this a good thing. I'm going to choose to see the good in this situation and I know that there's a lesson there. But equally, if my mindset, if my beliefs, if my programming suggested otherwise, I would have dealt with this week a lot differently to what I have. Mm-hmm. And I know we spoke about this a bit earlier and I kind of want to just like, you know, shift gears here a little bit, but at what point do we get out of our own way? Right. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this a lot and I think sometimes we are so stuck in feeling stuck that we don't realize that there is one little thing that can really move the needle for us and give us an entirely different reality. Mm. I think sometimes we just get so stuck. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like self-sabotage too at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, like we're quite literally standing in our way of Mm -hmm. doing something that is going to change our lives or make us so much happier. So that could be, you know, like self-sabotaging in terms of what you eat, training, the job you have, you know, like the friends you have even, there's so many situations where you're the one standing in your way of that. Yeah. You know? Oh, a hundred percent. And that's where I feel like it's just something that you need to ask yourself. And I totally understand that your beliefs have a massive impact on your ability to get out of your own way. And that, that definitely, you know, is, is true and is a real thing. But I think asking yourself the question that where in my life currently, am I in my own way? And what's it going to take for me to actually get out of my own way? Because we say a lot of things, but do we ever put action to them? Not necessarily. Yeah. I want to live here. I want to go and do this. I want to start running in the morning. I want to wake up at this time. I want to go to bed by this time. I want to eat healthier. I want to do this, that, the other. But are you actually doing it? Mm. And the thing is, it's easy not to. It's, it's way easier, easier not to. It's easier to lie in bed being like, oh, I'll go for a run tomorrow. And that's human conditioning. Mm-hmm. Our minds want to find the easy option for everything. And I think it really surprises me at times when you might get a message being like, how do you do this? Or how can I become a morning person? Or how can I do this? Ultimately, I find in my life that I choose a lot of hard options, but that's because I know the way I want to live and lead my life, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Getting up at 4.30 is not easy. Going to bed early is not easy Mm -hmm. because I might want to stay up and watch Netflix, Mm -hmm. but I choose me. Yeah. You know, deleting TikTok is not an easy thing to do, Mm -hmm. but is it making me feel good? No. Mm. choosing to eat good food and eating enough is it easy no but does it make me feel good yes Mm. it's a choice yeah and if you're choosing to do the thing that you know makes you feel bad lean into that why is it that you have that Mm -hmm. is there a habit is there a like emotional feeling behind it yeah yep is there a belief driving that potentially and Mm -hmm. probably a lot of the time Um, but I think that we all as a collective just need to spend more time understanding ourselves on a much deeper level because so much comes from that. And when you understand yourself entirely, you understand, you know, the way that your ego shows up, you understand what your default is. You understand why it is that you, you feel you have an all or nothing approach. Like there's so many different things that come into play, but you need to choose better for yourself. I'm going to say it here. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that 2022 is the year of just being self-aware and yep. self-awareness in general. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like if yeah. I if I can look back at the end of this year and just be like, wow, like mm-hmm. I really self-analyze myself and realize where I was in the shit and I was doing something bad, not just to, 
you know, putting it back on other people and defending myself constantly. Yeah. Because I honestly think that's going to make me a much better person. Mm -hmm. And I think if everyone can just do that in at least one area in their life, Mm -hmm. 2022 is going to be a good year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've definitely discovered in last week my eager responses and I've definitely seen them all show up last week. Yes, I'm defensive. Yes, I can be avoidant. Yes, I self-gaslight. There's a few things that come up. But when bringing awareness to something is the first piece in actually overcoming it mm. or changing that. Yeah. And that's almost the hardest part. But once you're aware, it's up, it's up to integrate. And that can be really difficult as well. But you'd have to learn that at the beginning to choose a different outcome. And if you're avoiding what's true for you, nothing's going to change in your external reality. Mm-hmm. It's really, really interesting. <sighs> Look, this is getting really deep today. I mean, that's a long-winded version of my low and high, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> sum it up like that. But overall, guys, feeling good? Yep. I'm going to go with my high. Like, she's a runner, she's a track star, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Riley has been killing it in the running department lately. And I'm just like, my inspiration. Oh my gosh, so funny. But I've hated on running for the last I'm gonna say when did I stop running when I was young probably I don't know probably 16 or 17 and ever since I've been like fuck running running is so (laughs) shit who wants to run all this and now I'm like do I enjoy this (laughs) am I enjoying this am I a runner am I a runner no but it's actually been really fun and I said to um George and Soph in the car on the way here I feel like what running has done and why it's making me feel so good is because we've typically been running in the mornings and not every single morning, like once or twice a week this is, but I would love to start running a little bit more. Um, and I, I run without headphones just by a choice. I just like to be in my own thoughts. But what I've realized is it's that one time in the day at the beginning of the day where I'm thinking about nothing else than running mm. in that moment. I can't, my brain is in pain. <laughs> I have no capacity to think about anything else, but it's so nice. It's grounding. You're near the beach. You're waking up with the sun. It's a vibe and I'm here for it. Yeah. No, I absolutely am. So yeah. what's your recommendation for the week? Oh, so is it running or what's, what's the crop shop? <laughs> no, I've been getting a lot. I mean, I don't want to be like that person, but I have had a lot of DMs being like, where's your active wear from at the moment? Crop Shop Boutique. Wow, okay. Is doing good things. Yeah, no, it <laughs> you is. Know what I mean? Just their crops, especially, I just love. I mean, it's in the name. That's the thing. <laughs> crop Shop. No, such good active wear. It's just like, yeah, it's really, really nice. I'm loving that. So I feel like in the active wear department, maybe that's my recommendation. Mm-hmm. In my life department, journal. Yeah. Just carve out some time and space to do nothing mm-hmm. and then see what comes up. Yeah. Love if you can that. do one thing for yourself, 10 minutes, twice a week, three times a week, set the alarm, sit and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Shut your eyes. Don't distract yourself. Not listening to anything, not doing anything, not hearing anything and see what comes up. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's it. I am going to say my recommendation for the week is eating dinner without tv or any distractions so if i love that because i mindful eating mindful eating mm-hmm. but not even in the sense of like yeah mindful eating absolutely but i found more so i'm so like i'm such just like a typical version of me of just to be like always rushing always stressed always like oh i don't have time for anything yeah and especially at night i'll sit down in front of the tv like watch a couple of episodes of something and then be like oh now it's 8 30 and i don't have time to do my whole night routine read before i want to be asleep kind of yeah. thing and then i'll be rushing around and feel just oh now i don't want to clean the kitchen now i don't want to do this like just never feeling like i have enough time to do anything because mm-hmm. it's just like i've always feel too busy but it's really realistically like i'm sitting yeah. on the tv for an hour yeah. and a half so 
Sam and I just made dinner, sat down, actually had a good conversation over dinner. Imagine that. I would have thought. <laughs> and then, you know, finished up, cleaned the kitchen, went mm. up to bed, had a shower, read like, and then it was just kind of 8 p.m. and I was like, oh. Like Am I'm, I a productive queen? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was just kind of in bed being like, oh, wow, like normally I'd still be watching TV at this point. Yeah. And again, getting out of your own way, like choosing a different outcome. Yes. And it is definitely easy to just like put put tv on and sit there just like mindlessly yeah but ah i don't know so that's my recommendation i definitely want to try and start doing it like every night yeah but that's such a good example exactly of what you know we're talking about because your brain wants to choose the easy easy one if those things full of dishes who wants to get up and do that i was actually talking to clients about this yesterday but if the thing that you're trying to do isn't attractive if the outcome of the thing that you're trying to do isn't attractive you're not going to do it yeah and it might last a day or two. Mm-hmm. So if the outcome of a clean kitchen isn't satisfying enough for you, how can you make that outcome more satisfying? Yeah, okay. It makes a huge difference. So, so true. it's like every habit. I love a clean house. Georgia, I know you love a clean house as well. And I know that you love a clean house. <laughs> yeah, straight past <laughs> me. <laughs> like, uh, like at times. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like maybe two out of seven days. Two out of seven days, yeah. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> um, but... Another thing that I've been doing, just thinking little life hack recommendation, Mm. is leave every room the way you found it. You never have to pick up after yourself. I do like that. Look, I've been 50-50 with it. Like, I'll be good for a couple of days and then I realize, oh, I got a bit lazy in my office or I got a bit lazy in X room. Yeah. But the kitchen's always clean. The office is always clean. The clothes are always away. Yeah, that's it a great one. It kind of works. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just something to think about. You know, yeah. um, Food for thought. Now, now, we don't have Ask Us Threes, but, but I did a Q&A on Instagram yesterday. Yes. And there was a few that I thought we could answer together because they were sort of something that we could talk further on. Yes. Happy with that? Sorry about that. Not me sparking a few things on your mid-podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so one of Do the questions thought. was, and it was to me, but we can answer together. Um, Do you ever feel jealous of your friends having better friendships with other people? Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely that's yeah. something that's come up for me in the past. It is, I suppose, such a hard thing because like I and we, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, mm. you know that both Riley and I are very like, oh, we don't care. Yeah. You do, I'm go not back a jealous to the first person. If you want to go through, <laughs> we are not jealous people. No. Like that's just kind of what we like told mm. ourselves and then had to realize that. Oh, Avoidant. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Mm. And then had to realize that like, Maybe it's not actually a bad thing that mm. those feelings do come up in jealousy, being like, oh, like, do they prefer hanging out with them than me? Do they give something that I don't give to them, if that makes any sense? I think that's very normal and something that we all feel, but it's our ego that tells us that we don't yep. and that we're actually fine with it. Yeah. And I, typically, like, our ego is the way that we respond to something being confronting or Mm. whatever that looks like for you and then our beliefs are what make us believe that in the first place so sorry guys if i keep touching my mic and so i've got angry at me (laughs) i've been watching you do it the whole time like stop because i can kind of i know okay sorry guys sorry um but i think in that i'm doing it again i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) just a bit fidgety just a little Um, bit we were literally talking about this today, George, Soph and I, and there's for sure been times where we've all felt jealous in some respect towards someone in our lives, but it's also opening up the space to just have the conversation mm-hmm. because if you have the conversation, it's very quickly 
I mean, you're very quickly able to realize that that is actually a reflection of you and yeah. your own stuff mm-hmm. and not actually what's playing out in reality. Yep. And it's so easy to be like, oh, you're making me feel like this. Yeah. You're making me feel like this. Like Pointing you're putting the it back is an at- easy thing to do. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's also making it about you. Yeah. When you actually open up the conversation and be like, hey, like this is how I'm feeling. The person will be like, oh, like this is how I'm feeling. Be like, oh, mm. like it's not just my world. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And in saying that, if you feel like a friendship is very targeted and they actually want you to feel a certain way, analyze that. Yeah. There's probably more to that than, you know, just your beliefs. But I think at times we can get really butthurt over things that aren't directed at us. No. Or we can make situations about ourselves when, when they're not, not about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Very so definitely, I think it's so normal to feel jealous about friendships, but it's catching yourself up yeah. when you actually shouldn't be, mm-hmm. when you don't need to be. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, we're still holding hands for anyone wondering. <laughs> I feel really connected to you. Me too. Love yeah, this for us. Let's just, you know, come on. I'm like, what's the word? Finish out the episode holding hands. Yeah, love okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Human connection. Everyone just picture that. <laughs> okay. Do you have a strict night and morning routine? If so, what does it involve? What's bang through it? Okay. Yes. Okay. Get up. I don't got my phone. My phone's mm-hmm. not even in the room unless I need an alarm. But yeah, most of the time that. I wake up at like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. anyway. So that works usually for me. Yeah. Um, get up. Usually have a shower. I am a shower morning and night kind of person. Oh, same. Okay. Because yeah. I feel like some people judge me for that. And I'm like, no, I like. Not before exercising though. Yet. Oh, very true. Depending. Depending. Usually I'll get up. Yeah. Active or on. Go for like mm-hmm. a 30 minute walk. Come Love. home. Shower. Mm-hmm. Get ready. Breakfast. Start mm-hmm. work for the day. Yeah. Nice. Night routine. Make dinner. The new goal is to eat at the table, no distractions. Yep. Then go up, do my skincare, set up my night routine, light a candle maybe. Love. Read for half an hour bed. That's a very like quick synopsis of it. And that's like my ideal as well. Like sometimes that doesn't happen. Don't just think that that's my every night. Yeah, but on average, that's sort of what it looks like. Okay, perfect. So I guess for me, average morning routine at the moment would look like waking up. I say 4.35, but all... all, all (laughs) In all honesty, she can be 3.54 o'clock. Oh, you're a freak of nature. But it's my body clock. Yeah. I don't force myself. To, I genuinely wake up and I'm like, oh, ideas, work, mm. let's go. I'm so productive at four in the morning. Yeah. I hate that for me. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's a good and bad thing. Yeah. Depends on the day. Yeah. But typically I'll get up. I go straight downstairs. I wash my face. <laughs> going to get a real rundown. I wash my face, get in my clothes. I do go my computer and if there's something that either I needed to do the night before I'll quickly do that because I love to get that out of my Mm. head before I go and leave the house yeah um then I'll go upstairs pre-workout I try and be quiet because T is usually sleeping as well then I'm straight out the door at the moment been running meeting friends going to the beach then usually run have a swim talk maybe get a coffee come home usually around like 6 45 7 at that point might take a bite of tv still home and then I shower, make up, call mum, call Kari, just call whoever. Mm-hmm. And then I go upstairs, make myself some brekkie and then get into work for the day. I love that. I tell you what as well, doing the mega run on Sunday made me feel like we'd we'd like finished everything and like mm. had a swim by like 7 a.m. And I was yeah. just like, that is a phenomenal feeling. Like I do yeah. have a day ahead of me. Yeah, I know. And then night routine, honestly, it changes every day because I feel like T's always out at night mm. and then not out like he's got sport or something um not he's like, out not the like town. every night <laughs> <laughs> or yeah I might have like a group call or something but I've been spending a lot of time when he's not there just chilling by myself journaling meditating laughing alone like it's a whole thing <laughs> but 
usually in bed by 8.30 and I just have my nights to be just chilled, relaxed yeah. after whatever the day was. So loving that for me. Love that. Now, I want to answer this question for a very specific reason. Okay. I got a few around how do you juggle everything? How many hours do you work? What does your work day look like? How busy are you? Those sorts of things. Okay. First thing I want to say is I'm not that busy. Mm-hmm. And the reason I want to say this is because I feel like we in society are so conditioned to say, oh, I'm so busy. So busy. Yeah. And we wear it like a badge Mm -hmm. and it's almost like we associate being busy with being successful. Yeah. And my whole aim in life is to not be busy Mm -hmm. and I want to build a business in a way that just supports the life I want to live and I don't want to be busy. Mm -hmm. And I can't actually sit here and say that I'm a busy person. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've got a lot of ease in my life I feel like my business is in complete flow and alignment with who I want to be and how I want to live mm-hmm. and I think it's really important that we all know that that is true but it's also possible mm-hmm. and that you don't have to have super busy days to be successful be fulfilled mm-hmm. or to gain validation from people mm-hmm. in your life it's so true yeah. there is definitely like that feeling of like oh, you know, it's just been crazy. Like when people ask you how, how you've been, mm. oh, you know, like just been here, there and everyone's like, oh, same. Yeah. It's like, but really? Yeah. And we validate busyness. Like you mm. say, oh, I've been busy. Oh, not bad though. Good yeah. to be busy. Yes. You know? It means you're successful. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to be stressed. I don't no. want to be flat out. I don't want to be busy. I yep. want to have time for myself. I want to do the things that I want to do. I want every day to be a day that I look forward to living. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy to say that I've done that for myself. Yeah. So I don't ever want to sit back and be like, yeah, 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 I'm so, so busy because I'm mm. actually not. Mm. But and I'm living created a, that for yeah, yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like you're the same. Yeah, no, definitely. Mm. I have, as I said before, I'm, I've always kind of fallen back into that like, oh, I'm just so busy all the time. Like I just here, there and everywhere. And But I do that because I procrastinate things and I leave things to the last minute. Yeah. So then in turn, like, because I've always said oh, I work best under pressure, right? It's always just something that I've like said, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, realistically, I do because, I mean, obviously, I've got to get something done yeah. in the last half an hour mm. compared to when I have to get it done for, for before a whole week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's been something that I've always kind of done, like, been running around. Or, like, I'll procrastinate, procrastinate, procrastinate. They're like, oh, I'm so busy. I've got so much to do now. Mm. But I'm actually – I've procrastinated for three hours by doing three yeah. out of the seven other things. Yeah, there's a reason there's that pressure in those yes. few days. Yeah, So definitely, 100%. Yeah. I think it was just very interesting because a part of me was, like – Oh yeah, I'm super busy. Then I thought, no, I'm not. Mm, it's it's what we fall back on. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we want to say it almost out of obligation. Yeah, and of course, like yes, yeah, some work days because a question was like yeah. about work days are pretty packed. Like it is, you know, packed mm-hmm. out. And there's a lot to get done. Then the next day, there might be nothing. Yeah, exactly. And I carve out a lot of space in my weeks to have full days off calls or to only have a certain amount of calls a day so I can show up and be the coach I want to be in every call. And I mm. think it's just really important that. Yeah, I think we know that it's actually possible to have a life, have a business, have a whatever where you don't have to be super busy. Mm. And, you know, mm. we're saying that and like fully know how much of a privilege that is to say. Mm. But oh, yeah, absolutely. Equally, I'm like, I'm proud that we have made that happen for ourselves. Yeah. Yep. And I do think too, even if you work a full-time job, you know, give yourself enough self-respect to be like you know what I deserve a day off every now and then Mm. and I deserve to have time for myself and I deserve to actually say no to the thing after work that's extracurricular because I want to have that time like there's ways that you can still create space when life is busy and Mm -hmm. I fully understand that life you know when you're working a nine-to-five is busy when you want to fit things yeah a hundred percent um 
but yeah, just give yourself permission to be like, you know what? I don't want to be busy on it for a day a week mm-hmm. or on Saturdays. I actually don't book anything in or yeah. whatever it looks like for you. But mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanted to answer that. Love that. Anyway, guys, that's, that's us. Last for today. So sorry about the word vomit. Like there was a bit <laughs> on in that episode, but we appreciate you sticking around and being here. Um, and I'm loving season three so far. Me too. I just yeah. love this podcast. To be I, yeah, I really do. And I'm very excited for next week's episode. Yes. We've got some really exciting guests coming up. Yeah, actually. we do. Yeah, we do. Mm. Mm, a little tease. <laughs> what, do, what do you call it? A soft launch. Soft launch. <laughs> is that a soft launch? Or not really soft if we say it. Yeah, not really. Oh, we're soft oh. launching who it is. Yeah. Like we perhaps have someone. Next time you'll just see like a little hand. <laughs> the back of a head. <laughs> do with that what you will. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. We will be back in your ears next week. Um, And yeah, appreciate you being here. We love you. We do. See ya. Bye.